0: Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsey. Boy, Zig is tough in this podcast. He will exhort us to live a life of discipline, but the good news is that he gives us some good benefits to remaining disciplined. He mentions the Performance Planner, which is a goal-tracking tool that you can find on our website at Ziggler.com. Let's listen to Zig Ziglar together, and I'll be back to recap. Number five, to reach your goals, you got to have that daily disciplined accountability. Now, that's the thing that's so important. The United States Marines, 175 former Marines, are the CEOs of the Fortune 500 companies. 26 of our presidents served in the military. One of the things they teach in the military, of course, is discipline and commitment. They really do go together. Now, let me give you a little story, a little personal example to emphasize a point. Exceptions are the things that will kill you. I got a close friend, most positive man I've ever known in my life. His name is Bernard Lopczyk. He had quit smoking for five years and then one day he said, well, you know, it smells so good and one won't hurt. It took him five years more to get off permanently, and the last time he quit uh, was about 15 years ago. I'm telling you, don't make the exception. The alcoholic, and this is one of the things that just absolutely infuriated me several years ago, some of the psychiatrists uh, said that some alcoholics under certain conditions could go back and have a social drink. That borders on insanity, Why gamble something like that? I have seen so many cases where a person was sober for a number of years, took that one drink, you know, just a glass of wine, or this one beer is not going to hurt anything, and they were back off to the races. Watch those exceptions. I spoke one day in Seattle, Washington. I left Dallas that morning. I flew all the way to Seattle. I spoke. I flew back to Dallas. When I got home, by the time I'd, uh, you know, collected all my stuff, got ready to go up in bed, it was 4 o'clock in the morning. Now, my clock was set to get up at 5.30. Well, folks, I am here to tell you uh, that uh, it didn't take me long to figure out that's one hour and a half. I don't need to tell you uh, that 90 minutes of sleep is not near about enough. Now, the clock was already set for 5.30, but as I sat there on the side of the bed, I got to tell you, I debated, do I pull the plug and get up at 5.30 or do I sleep in? Be smart, Ziegler, sleep in. Every fiber of my being said, don't get up at 5.30. But then I got to tell you, I'd made a commitment. I pulled the plug, I got up at 5.30. I did my jogging. Had an absolutely miserable jog had an absolutely horrible day. I was not nearly as productive that day as I normally am. Didn't feel good all day long. I gotta tell you, I was in bed that night at eight o'clock. And yet I am going to tell you that one of the most important decisions I've ever made in my life was that I got up the next morning at 5.30. And let me tell you why. I consider it the most important for this reason. Had I bowed to my human, uh, physical, emotional, mental desire to sleep in, I would have made that exception. A week later, I might have made an exception uh, and uh, if I was only going to get four hours sleep. A week later, maybe if I only had gotten seven hours of sleep or whatever. And the exception so many times becomes the rule. Now, had I slept in, uh, I faced that danger. I'm here to tell you folks, watch those exceptions. Do you never make an exception, Z? Yes, on occasion you do. But the instant you make that exception, uh, be completely aware of it, write it down in that performance planner, and write yourself a little note. Watch out because that is a danger signal. That daily discipline accountability of every day working that performance planner can make a difference. You need to stay in shape. Now, you need to stay in shape physically, mentally, and spiritually, because man is physical, mental, and spiritual. Now, the interesting thing is, virtually everybody is aware of staying in shape physically. But here is another rather intriguing phenomenon. Despite the fact that we have spent billions and billions of dollars in the last 10 years on a health program, exercise program, diet books, diet programs, despite the fact that we have spent all of those, our obesity rate is 6% higher than it was 10 years ago. Now why is that? I'm absolutely convinced, and this is the reason I go back and say, I believe more people have permanently lost weight listening to these recordings uh, than they have in the diet and exercise book because we deal with the picture. If you visualize what you really do want out there, if you look at the benefits from taking care of your health, of all the CEOs of major corporations in one major study uh, had a very high energy level. In another study, 90% of them exercise regularly. Less than 10% of them smoke. Most of them can tell you their cholesterol level. Integrity is their number one asset. Their family is their number one priority. In other words, we keep saying balance. We keep saying stay in shape physically, mentally, and spiritually. I'm going to give you four very fast rules, staying in shape physically, get enough sleep. Despite what I said a moment ago, very important. Let me also say, number two, that you need to get on a regular diet and sensible eating and exercise program. Number three, you need to avoid the poisons The drugs, the alcohol, the smoking. Keep the poisons out of your system and that is a marvelous way to stay in better shape. You will feel better. Now, when you visualize yourself in those areas, when you see yourself being in better shape, that's when those things do come to be. Now, remember this. Failure is the line of least persistence. Failure is the line of least persistence. There's going to come a time in all of our lives when we hit the wall. By that I simply mean, uh, and marathon runners talk about it all the time, I hit the wall, I ran completely out of energy, and that's when I ran on instinct. A lot of times we do that. We do not have any reserve left. And if we've made the commitment, and please don't misunderstand I think if you're having a heart attack, that's the time to lay down and call the doctor. But so many people quit at the first sign of discomfort. They simply do not hang in there. And hanging in there gets to be very important. When you're in good shape, you can call on that extra energy when you need it. And it takes discipline before in order to get there. Number seven, if you want to reach your goal, you need to change your vocabulary. I never will forget the spring day I was in Portland, Oregon, jogging on Portland State University campus. Temperature is about 78 degrees. Had a seminar that afternoon, and as I was running that day, I, I got to tell you folks, I all of a sudden realized something, and that is that I was feeling good that the ground was flowing smoothly beneath my feet. I was breathing easily. Now the reason I mention that is because for nearly 10 months when that opportunity clock would sound off in the morning and I would get up, I can't tell you the number of times I've uh, gotten up, put my running clothes on, go outside, and while I was running, I was just fussing, saying what are you trying to do? Out here killing yourself, acting like a teenager? Your buddies are out there or sound asleep in bed having a good time? What are you trying to prove? And don't you think I didn't tell everybody all over this country about the enormous price I was paying as I would raise my voice and I'd say to them, you got to pay the price sound like a dying calf in a snowstorm. I'll tell you it was awful. But I'd made up my mind, I was going to do it, and if I said I was going to do it, I was going to do it. And I told every friend, relative, neighbor, and complete stranger about this terrible sacrifice I was making, but I said I was going to do it, and I was going to do it. And now here I am in Portland, Oregon, and I'm out there running and all of a sudden I'm feeling good. The ground is flowing easily. I'm breathing smoothly. I'm having a wonderful time, and that's the day I change my vocabulary what vocabulary do you need to change for example do you find yourself saying that you have to do something what it would really change your outlook if you said you get to do something are you complaining about something instead of changing it what will we say differently today to change our outlook this is blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest Sickler. 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 inspiring true performance.